Welcome to the Tribunal. I'm Danny with Jameson. Howdy! And Chris Warren. What's good? We just watched episode two of The Challenge Rider Dies. We saw the return of Bananas, a Nani fight with Turbo, and sadly, the end of Turbo. We're going to do Killed It or Send It Home, Jameson's Juicy Deets, and MVPs and Losers. But first, some questions. Chris Wern, since I know uh, Jameson's answer to this, is Banani the team to beat? Man, uh, are they the team to beat? I have to say no. Just no. Uh, I, I want to believe. I think they gave Nani a great edit. Um, and... I don't know. Maybe this is a new Nani. She said she she said she's been working out, but we'll find out, you know, towards the end when she inevitably gives up. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to say no, they're not. But I think they are going to be a stronger team in the competition. Let's put it that way. I think you got a lot of experience there. And then obviously Bananas is a huge threat to anybody. So um, and he's one of those guys that we've seen plays the game in different ways. Like he doesn't always play to the rules that TJ thinks everybody's going to play to. And he finds the loopholes. Um, so they're dangerous. They are dangerous. I don't, I want them to go all the way like turbo. I want them to go all the way, but I don't think they will. Jameson, t- tell us what you think. Are you okay? You guys are going to, you guys are going to be shocked at what I'm about to say. I, I don't hate Nani this season. I'm over that. I've moved on. The new person I hate is Laurel. Laurel sucks. Laurel, she's so annoying. She just sucks. She's the new Nani for me. But Banani is by far the worst nickname I have ever heard. It is just like, it doesn't flow off the tongue. I'm, I'm wondering about it. I'm thinking, I don't like this nickname at all. It, it does, In that sense, I hate her still. But um, I don't know. I think that, I, I don't think that they're going to be that much of a threat. Like, you know, Bananas has put on a few LBs. Uh, he doesn't just look as, as spry as I thought he would. I think politically they're going to get to the end. Like they'll find ways to scheme their, you know, scheme stuff. But I don't know, man, Nani never, she never intimidates me. You know, she just doesn't, she doesn't, you don't think it, look at her and go, Oh, that's like Casey athletically, you know, who's going to come in and, 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 you know, knock some skulls. She just doesn't have that kind of inner, um, she's very frail. So I'm just going to say that I don't think that they're a threat as of now. You don't even think, based on Bananas being gone for, what was it, three seasons, comes in and in a single episode gets the entire house to bend to his will and gets rid of Turbo all in one episode? That was pretty impressive. It was very I still, But I think it's fool's gold. I think he's been, I think he's been gone for so long that, you know, I, he maybe just isn't. He's not in challenge shape. If, if you will. Right. I think that uh, I, I agree. Like it was awesome that they, impressive. They came in, they knocked that challenge out, but not a lot of people, like everyone just sucked at that challenge, you know, last night. Uh, so I, I feel like, you know, I can see it being that way. Either way, they're going to be a threat. I just don't think that they're the top dogs. All right. <laughs> disagree. I, mean, <laughs> I can't really argue with it because i agree with you like we couldn't tell anything from that challenge it seemed like a fluke when somebody yeah. finished it so we don't yeah. really know what shape he's in physically and i know nani keeps saying she worked out but again we we don't really I know put on muscle okay <laughs> yeah yeah we don't really know yet so i mean i think that's all fair but i think like politically they're definitely in the driver's seat i agree 
Yeah. So let's talk about something way sadder, Jameson. Can you remember a more disappointing end than Turbo and Tamara than this? We've been waiting since he got kicked off the Jordan season for the return of Turbo, and this is what we get. Talk about Turbo Blue Balls, man. Like, I've been looking at his Instagram for years. He has the most <laughs> ridiculous, you know, Dragon Ball Z shit every week. And I'm so psyched, you know, watching. Every time a Turbo Instagram post comes up, I go, I can't wait to read what the post copy says. And I can't wait to see what he's doing. And it's hilarious. I will say, though, man, he, he kind of came off just like a little like, you know. A little? And, i was so psyched to see him and then the last two episodes i'm like dude you're kind of like a little much man chill the fuck out it's champagne chill the fuck out it's like nani's trying to talk to you it just wasn't funny anymore you know it's like it's like that bully when you grew up with and you're like yeah tell him how short he is and how stupid he is and then you get older and you're like dude that's not that's not cool you know yeah he like doubled down on you know it's exactly what you're saying. It's like he just doubled down on how much of a standoff like kind of person he is. Um, I literally wrote down like I think maybe Turbo is like the pinnacle of like toxic masculinity. Like, <laughs> I, and like I, I mean, look, I said it just an episode ago. I said Turbo, I'm super excited for him to come back. And then I felt the same way as you, Jameson, during this episode. It was just kind of like. Man, like, it's just too much. Like, it's too much. Like, at least the first season he was on, he was kind of feeling it out. And, like, yeah, he, like, you know, butt heads with Jordan and whatever. But, like, it's just gotten too much. Like, I don't know how he uses popularity. Obviously, we watched his Instagram. He's got some special effects going on, whatever. <laughs> like, so something's gone to his head a bit. But, um, yeah, it's it's too much. It, it was, like, cringy just how much he was... Um, being standoffish especially with nani like that whole argument was was just like dude like and i think she nailed it what she was saying of like he just doesn't want to admit that he doesn't want to go in or just doesn't want to say it's not even that he doesn't want to go in he just doesn't want to say that he doesn't want to go in because then he's gonna look weak like which is just like the most sad thing i think i've ever stupid yeah it's just stupid stupid. like like and it's just like yeah just because you don't want to yeah it's like who cares? Like, it's not a big deal. It's not, you don't look weak because of it. Like, like nobody's still, nobody wants to go in there against you. Like you don't have to be a dick about it. <laughs> yeah. It, I don't, it, it was, felt it was like cool. he was playing like the character of turbo this season or something. Like I, I watched with my wife and she was like, you remember last time he was on, like a lot of people liked him in the house, like, and this, he had no redeeming qualities and I've never seen Within two days of being there, everybody just hates your guts to the point that they all play the game against oh, you yeah. for the yeah. elimination. I, mean. I just I couldn't believe how much of a stand he took, um, you know, against Nani, who's supposed to be his friend. And then, like, I love that, like, when they got eliminated, he was like, he said yeah. the most genuine thing, like, and it was like, dude, why can't you just say that to everybody? And it like, you got to wait till you're in front of the camera and like away from everyone and out of the game to be like a nice person it's like dude if that's how you feel like just say that like that i know dude it was so heartfelt and like genuine and like real uh but i will say because we won't see any more of him he did have some great moments though other than his like assholeness when he said i hate banana 
I hate banana. <laughs> like I, oh man, I cracked up. Or you notice how he put on cologne before he like went into elimination? Like you just like. <laughs> oh, it was so Eastern European. It was fucking perfect. Um, and then the fact that he's an action movie star, like he had some great quotes, but oh, man, Turbo turned it. Turbo turned it up too much. And this um, this tomorrow, who I had to look up her name because I don't think we heard her say more than four words <laughs> in the two episodes. They are dating is how they knew each other. So good luck to her because <laughs> the, the power dynamics, at least from these two episodes, didn't seem to be in her favor in this. I loved I love, though, the her interaction with people like Turbo be going off and being a fucking asshole. And she's like, I respect what Turbo says. I am. I support yeah. Turbo, no matter. Like it was just like, yo, I don't think you should. I think it's she was, bad news. She was behaving like the wife of a dictator. Like she. Yes. Yes. Like, the whole the whole moment when they're in the I don't even know where they're like interviewing. I forget what they even call that. Still, I got to pay attention next time. Confessional. But, yeah, the confessional, like where Turbo gets up and leaves, and he's like, "Come on, tomorrow, let's go." And she like stands up, and she's kind of like a dog that's like, "I'm not sure if I." if I should go or do I stay? And they're like, no, you can stay. You can stay. Like, and she's like, uh, I think I gotta go. Like, <laughs> like she knew her life was on the line. Oh yeah. Um, and then just one bonus question for you guys. Why do you think Jordan is still cutting his own hair? <laughs> Man. I mean, when I, it looks that good, how could you not? <laughs> you <know>? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I was, I'll tell you, when I was looking for juicy deeds, I got, I saw a lot of comments about how good Jordan looks, how he's just aging perfectly. So I don't know. I, I thought he did look pretty good minus the haircut. Yeah, I'd agree with that. The haircut was horrendous, a mistake. <laughs> I think he's a guy who's into fashion, so maybe that's a fashion thing. But good Lord, if fashion is an indication of like the general populace, I am not looking forward to having that haircut <laughs> ever in my future. I think oh, but I am that. excited for that, that like, not juice, but that, you know, that fun little stuff going on with him and his ex. Oh, it's going to be. Juicy. Oh, that's going to be fantastic. His ex, his ex. That's what you call her, Jameson? His ex. <laughs> well, no, I mean. She Give her some respect. She's your, uh, you know, your you, girl. You know how much I love her. I love her through and through. And she's been through a lot. And oh, yeah. I support her. And I, you know, I just don't want to. I don't know. I don't want to give him any attention. His hair sucks. <laughs> Let's do killed it or send it home. Chris Wern. Um, So listen, guys, I, we're two episodes in. We know how there's always a season narrator. Um, and I'm getting the vibe. And I could be wrong. I get the vibe from the last two episodes that maybe it could be Scubanelli Nelson himself. And I want to know what you guys think. Is it a killed it or send it home on Nelson being the narrator for this season? Danny, what are you thinking? Um, I'm going to say killed it because they've been using him perfectly. They finally, I feel like the show has fully embraced how ridiculous Nelson is. You used to get like little bits and pieces. And, you know, TJ was a big fan of how ridiculous Nelson was. But now it feels like. The people interviewing him know he's ridiculous. The cast members do. Everybody's in on this joke and he's getting more screen time. I love it. And I think they'll probably supplement his narration with some Johnny, some Nani, some of the vets to sort of, you know, clean up the narration. But 
I hope that we still get this level of Nelson for as, as long as it happens. Yeah, I agree, man. Killed it all the way. It's just he I love like they, they're doing a really good job, like you said, Danny, of like splicing him in when when he's needed, even when he doesn't say a word. Like last night when, you know, he's like doing like the mm, like kiss like a little moment. It was awesome. You know, like I, I think that, that those kind of things, you know, that's, that's exactly how much you need of Nelson. He's a human um, reaction gift. Is basically. Oh, totally. He's he's not good with sentences, but he's good with, you know, a couple words here and there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm also going to kill it. Um I you know, even if he's not good with sentences, I find myself enjoying any time he actually says a sentence or any words like thus far this season, everything he said, I'm just like I'm excited to see him on screen. Um anytime he's talking, super happy. So um yeah, I hope they continue with it, and I hope he, yeah, I think like you said, Danny, has this like partial narrator role. I hope he goes far because he's, he's funny, he's entertaining, um, much better than someone like Kyle, who is just trying so hard. Like Nelson, it's just so genuine, uh, and like everything he says is just delicious. I love it. <laughs> Jameson? Um, yeah, I mean, I was... Uh... I was kind of looking at, you know, a lot of things for this episode, but I, I'm going to do something that's kind of, you know, really part of this this whole season. And we're two episodes in. I'm really interested to see how you guys feel now that we've seen it. Um, the dagger. Uh, how do we feel about the dagger at the end of the apps? I, I, I'm I interested to hear. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say my opinion. Go ahead, Chris. Uh, I like the dagger. I, first of all, I'm kind of, I'm kind of interested in when anybody is going to pick the dagger that's not directly in front of them. I'm yep. waiting for that moment to happen uh, because so far, if you've been paying attention, it's been in the same spot twice now. So that's really got to be on people's heads. But uh, I really like the dagger and just how the whole elimination kind of process is like nobody is going to come out of that as friends other than like whoever the person with the dagger picks is safe. And like the people who are playing the game, putting people down in, they're going to do it right to where, you know, they're putting at least three people in or three groups in that, like, are part of a, an alliance. Like, I don't think you're going to see anybody wasting it on, oh, here's like two people and a random and a random, unless they really just don't want to make enemies. Um, so, yeah, I really like it. I, it's a nice, it's a nice twist. Um, yeah, I'm going to say killed it. It's a great addition. I'm enjoying it so far. Danny? I'm going to say killed it for a number of reasons. One, I love the logistics of it for the game. Like, it makes it a little more unpredictable. It's harder to, you know, in other seasons, we get into this formula where you know exactly who's going in because they all have it figured out, the voting and everything. So this takes that away a little bit. And the other thing, it's just really stupid. It's like the sword and the stone, and they all take it really seriously. They get down in the zone. They got to pull out some daggers. And you know, I just love anytime the show has that, you know, unintentional comedy. So I'm going to say killed it for both reasons. Hey, I I love it. I props, man. Props, props to your answers, and props in general are funny. Um, you know, I think that you know, I I agree, Danny. The sword and the stone. That's all, all I think about every time I fucking see it. Uh, and originally I was like, oh, this kind of stinks. Like, you know, it's just like by chance, it's just luck. You know, there's no scheming and scamming and all that kind of thing. But in a way there is, I mean, I think it was really smart 
um, of the producers to kind of make that, make it be a decision afterwards, not just you pick it, you go in, you know, yes. I think if it was that way, then I would have been like, send it home all the way. But I agree with you guys killed it. I was watching it with my wife and she was like, ah, oh, this is stupid. Like, why do they do it this way? I like when they, they, they plan ahead and figure out who they're going to pull it in. But you're right, Danny, you know, everyone, it's always predictable in that sense. So this at least gives some kind of um, unpredictability to the whole thing. And yeah. I mean, it's working, right? Because we've already had two non-rookies go home. Like that would never happen in the past. It would be like they just start crossing off rookies until until the vets are left. So it's been cool. Yeah. I will say an argument on the other side, though, is um, I do kind of miss those like group votes where random fights yeah. break out because someone's, oh, yeah. someone's name. I do miss that, but small price to pay. I mean, the show's been on air for fucking 40 years, it feels like. They, they, they can only do so many different things, you know, with the vote. Um, so mine's a little weird, but so Casey and her brother come back, you know, triumphant return. And then they're going up there and he's like, I'm a badass. And then he proceeds to hold his nose before he jumps into the water. And right then I was like, well, Casey and him have no shot. So killed it if you think that i'm right and that holding your nose before jumping in water means you have no athleticism or send it home if you think he actually has a shot here uh i'll yeah i'll kill it i'm thinking me every time i see someone jump into the water holding their nose i'm like what are you 10 like come <laughs> on like, like i'm sorry i mean i'm sure there's a lot of people out there that listen and you know in this world that hold their nose before they jump in the pool i just every time i see it it's like, it's like the classic, like you might as well wear a shirt while you're swimming, you know, like you might as well just like have some floaties. Like I just can't and just like pop right back up to the surface. Um, I mean, I think that's what you're saying, right? We kill it for that. Like, yeah, you no athletic ability whatsoever. I just can't take you seriously when you jump in the water like that. Yeah, I agree. I'm also going to kill it. I don't know if this guy... I don't know. I don't want to be like I'm sizing him up, but just the context <laughs> clues of what he his little interview of talking about, oh, I've always been like Casey's younger brother and just everybody sees me as Casey's younger brother and Casey's always killing it. And Casey is like, oh, so like Casey is way better at like just sports in general than you are. And you're just here because Casey couldn't be with Nani as a ride and die, ride or die or whatever. So, yeah, I'm going to kill it. I don't I don't think this guy He's got what it takes, but at least he's not going to be a dick to Casey like some other people. Oh, oh look out, Faisal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to kill it, too. I mean, I, I think sadly for him, all the uh, athleticism went to his sister. And, um, you know, he's the type of guy that, as Jansen says, like a 10-year-old, <laughs> holds his nose for jumping into a body of water. Not a good sign. He's there for the puzzles. <laughs> but hey you know what so far this season <laughs> puzzles have been big puzzles yeah, been big so it's true who knows i bet turbo really hate banana that he got a puzzle in, in the elimination i love that he still tried to like he was like karate chopping the stuff that he would turn over like he still <laughs> wanted to try and make it physical <laughs> he had no shot he had no especially everyone helping out man that was I know. I mean, you've seen people help out before, but that was next level. Never like that. Time to get juicy with Jameson's Juicy Deeds. 
What up? What up, what up, what up? Let's get juicy. Man, it feels so long. I haven't talked about juice, and it feels like eight, nine, ten months, uh, something like that. And I am psyched to be back for some juicy deets. Uh, guys, this first one, um, there's a lot of rumors going around that, you know, I, I'm not, it's not shocking, but MTV isn't doing too hot. Uh, they're not really, you know, killing it with the kids these days. So there's rumors that, um, the, that MTV might actually get shut down and the challenge would just purely move over to Paramount, which is pretty insane. And there's rumors that the 40th season of the challenge might be the last one on MTV. How do you, how do you feel about that? Uh, I mean, it feels kind of inevitable when you look at their TV listings and it's nothing but ridiculousness <laughs> with the occasional episode of the challenge. So I can't say I'm surprised. I feel like they've been struggling with this since we were in college, maybe. Right. Like when music videos went yeah. away and then they haven't been able to fill the hole. So not shocking. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, yeah, just a sad roster of shows. The stuff that used to work is just not working anymore. Other, I think other, you know, it's like it's the reality TV shows that they provide. Like other oh. networks have definitely figured out how to do it better and just have better premises. And like, I don't know, maybe they feel more. I don't even want to say they feel how more many, real, but, you know. How many Jersey Shore reunion, you know, shows can they have? You know what I mean? And spinoffs. Yeah. Polly D goes and has sex with someone new in this season. Um, anyways, uh, the other thing I got, um, I know who is partnered with Jordan. Do you guys want to know? Do, do we want to give that away? No? Okay, we got a shake and we got a, a nod. I don't know. What do we think? I don't like doing spoilers on this show, but you can feel free to text Chris what this <laughs> I mean, I already know what it is. You already know, know who, who it is? is? I know who it is. It's on that uh, that website that I like to reference for the cast members' names, so I don't forget them in the middle of our show. Okay, we'll well people will figure <laughs> it out, so I won't give that away. Um, next up, Olivia kind of made some noise this this episode, um, which is pretty cool. But what's interesting is there's a little drama with Olivia and some people that I care about. So uh, Olivia apparently at a party recently made out with a Love Island chick. Uh, you know, all these reality people just fucking hang out and just hook up and, you know, bang, whatever. Um, and the chick that she made out with is the same chick that Jordan is hooking up with and dating right now. So there's a little bit of controversy there, a little bit of juice, a little bit of hookups, a little bit of tonsil hockey going on. And um, I think, you know, it's pretty interesting that all the I'm not surprised all these people just hook up with each other. Yes. Did you notice when. Nani was like, oh, Johnny doesn't trust Jay, so that's why he's throwing him in. It's like, no, it's Johnny and Jay share an ex, and that's why he's throwing him in. Like, 100%. all people have these intertwined love connections that don't always work out, apparently, on, on reality TV. Yeah, who would know? Who would have thought? <laughs> love isn't real, apparently. Um, and last but not least, this is going to be a shocker for both of you two. Shocker. Um, and by that, I mean, you're not going to be shocked at all. Kara uh, Maria uh, did a little live this week, and she talked about how she has no more friends from the challenge. She has zero friends from the challenge these days. And she's, you know, learned the true character of people. And she's she's done with it. All of them. 
I kind of think we she may be done permanently because this felt like the right season for her and Polly to come back as partners totally. and like try and beat everybody. If it wasn't going to happen this season, I just don't really see it happening, right? No, I, I think I think her and her horses are just going to you know ride off into the sunset, literally. Yeah, I think nobody on the challenge has been friends with Cara Maria for a long time though already. So honestly. I don't know. That's just on her. Uh, she blows chunks. Yeah. Um, she stinks. You hear? Uh, all right. That's all I got for Jameson's Juicy Deeds. More that was, next week. That was great. We haven't had any deets in almost a year. I thought those were quality deets. Deets. Let's give out an MVP. Chris Wern, who was your MVP of the episode? Man, there was two people that really rose to the top for me here. Um, but I'm going to go with my first one, and that's Horatio. Um, and I hate I hate always being like, oh, the person who, who won the elimination is the MVP, and the person who lost the elimination is the loser. But honestly, like, he um, just had a great show. Uh, everybody all of a sudden was just immediately from the Daily. Even TJ, of course, was like, this guy is fucking awesome. Like, how many guys does TJ say that about? I mean, he crushed the daily challenge. Um, clearly, he got like the respect of like all the vets just instantly. And like maybe other guys, you know, other people, other rookies do that. Um, but they certainly don't ever show that in an edit. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Obviously, everybody was pulling for him uh, in the elimination as well. And on top of that, he's clearly being conditioned by Laurel for. A relationship so um which i don't know maybe that's a loser thing i'm not even sure but whatever i mean horatio uh good way to come out into the season i think people are gonna like him for a while i give him credit for the laurel thing i mean she's the most intimidating cast member and she comes up and basically begs him to hit on her i mean that <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I give him credit there that's pretty yeah. uh pretty surprising yeah, Chris, I'm I'm gonna double down on that. I I agree. I think he just he, he's the perfect balance, right? He's likable, um, he's athletic, he's you know just genuine fun. Is he entertaining? Eh, maybe, but at the same time, like he definitely was the MVP, man. Like he you know won that challenge and you know made himself known, but he didn't overstep. Like he's he's walking that line really nicely, and you know if the vets are liking you, like go for it, man. Like. Laurel, you know, uh, you know, she's been on the this the show for fucking 30 years or something. Like, you know, there's it's it's a nice friend to have. And um, I just think he's he just he's going about it the right way. Yeah. Danny. I'm gonna give uh my MVP to two people, one name, Bonani. They made a <laughs> great return. They got a great nickname. I don't care what Jameson says. And, uh, you know, it was impressive. I didn't expect them to do anything, and they, they won. Yeah. It's better than the uh, two words, one finger from uh, Turbo. That's the other thing. All of his comments this season felt pre-thought out like Kyle. Oh, yeah. like, well, I stuck a thumb totally. up, and I said, good job. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, dude. That was perfect. All right, loser, Jameson. I, I, I can guess, but who do you got? Ah, oh, man. I I'm, mean, I'm, I'm going to give it to Turbo. I'm sad to say, you know, I think we all know. It's just, man, I was I, he overhyped, man. He's like Russell Wilson. He 
was way overhyped. I thought he was going to be great, and he's going to, you know, let's ride, bro. You fucking get the fuck out of here. You're a dick. Uh, you know, there's sometimes it's a funny dick, Devin, and sometimes you're a shitty dick, Turbo. Um, and he really just did not come to play uh, this this season, and I don't know if we're going to see him again. Chris. Uh, you know, since you gave it to Turbo, I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, however, I'm going to pick someone else just because I know Turbo's going to get covered here. Uh, and I'm going to give it to Nam, uh, because <laughs> Jesus Poor Christ, guy. dude. Can't catch okay. a break. Seriously. Like, I mean, eliminated from the challenge before the, the second daily, uh, because his partner Emmy, uh, Emmy, right. I think it was Emmy, which yep. is not the good Emmy. Uh, that we all liked last season, but uh, yeah, because she, I don't know, got muddy. Like they showed the videos, like she had dirt on her and she didn't like that. I don't even know exactly what the deal was, but man, like to be like going into the challenge rider dies and that's who you picked as your partner. I mean, like I like Nam, but man, very poor choice. Awful. Um, the, the opposite of a rider die, I'd say. Yeah. Like flee and go home. <laughs> Danny, who's your loser? Uh, mine, mine is Turbo as well. I mean, it's just we've been waiting for like literal years for this. And you know that they had an edit ready for his thing with Jordan, you know, but now it's all about Tori. But I'm sure they had the same sort of package ready for that because we haven't seen them together since he got yanked away by seven security cards from Jordan. So like... <laughs> I don't know. They didn't even get to be in the same room together. Yeah, it's really disappointing. Really disappointing. Even though, even though he like these last, you know, especially this past episode, he sucked and he was kind of annoying and kind of too far. I still like would have liked to see that. You know, like I still would have liked to see oh, some yeah. drama, some like him, like what was the it was a water thing last time? Like, are you spill water? Don't you spill water on me? Or I can't remember. What oh, it was, it was the it, walk. It was the walk. Nobody, walk. nobody walk. imitates my walk. Yeah, it imitates my walk. Which like, is an imitation of Conor McGregor. Oh, dude. So, anyways, I, I, it is sad, and, you know, but he deserves wait, to go. Like, it is. Wait, remember that whole drama started because uh, Turbo was, like, doing, like, kung fu moves on the idol after a daily challenge? And yes. <laughs> yeah. Jordan was like, stop doing that, Turbo. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's oh like man! Two guys fighting for like control over like the dumbest shit ever. So stupid. I mean, and he continued to be so stupid. He could have been in the game if he just told Nani, "Oh, thanks for checking with me." No, I don't want to go down. That's all. <laughs> yeah, that that's all we have no. to do. No. And imagine. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking too. Like, imagine if Jordan was at that daily challenge where Turbo does a front flip off the the platform. Jordan's just gonna like lose. Hey, that's disrespectful to the platform. You can't do front flips. Uh, this is you guys be shocked to hear me say this, but he might have like you know Nelson level brightness. I don't know. It might be in that in that world. I would say so. I'm maybe less because he has, as far as I can tell, not one social skill, no, no. awareness. There's just no self awareness. No. Like where at least I think Nelson is at least like a little self-aware or he's self-aware, you know, yeah. I would say like, he knows, yeah. he knows his place and his role. And like, he knows his level of like mental acuity, I guess, or whatever you'd want to call it. But like turbo's just totally blind to any of that. It's just not a good, not a good thing. No. 
Especially when you're throwing fireballs on Instagram. Not good. <laughs> Until next week, that's it from the Tribunal. Don't be a quitter. Don't be a layup. You guys killed it. It's great to be back all together. And uh, go Phillies, right, guys? Yeah. Yeah, go Phillies. Sure, whatever. Fucking, I hate Philly. <laughs> <laughs>